Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips-ish, brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm Carter, running host with Tyler, Tyler Jensen, and we're kind of running a part two-ish here. What's going on, Tyler? What's up? What's up? What's up, dude? Glad to be back. Good yeah, seeing you, yeah. always. Just, I miss yeah, you just, every time you leave me. <laughs> dude, you know, I miss you too, but you know what's fucking crazy is looking at the weather right now. You guys are oh, yeah. about to get hammered. Oh, you would die. I would die. <laughs> You would not make it. <laughs> Where I, I went mean, bison hunting, I think it's supposed to be, it feels like negative 30 right now. It's supposed to f- be negative 38 without the wind chill on Wednesday, Thursday. It's supposed to be negative 38. Fuck that. <laughs> That's a, that that seems impossible. It's unreal. That weather is like just nobody does anything. Just stay inside. Wait till it gets to like negative ten, and then go back to your normal life. Like it's gonna suck. It's supposed to be negative. Let's see. I think in in Stevi, it's supposed to be negative twenty without the wind chill. Yeah, that's insane. It's not gonna be fun. It's yeah. It's (laughs) gonna be sick. (laughs) Un unrelated. What do you do with your chickens when it gets that cold? Um, I don't put a heat lamp on them, uh, because they just, they just, uh, well, I have one chicken left. I call her the lone survivor because she is, (laughs) she is from the original six and she's just somehow survived coyote attacks and foxes and other dogs. But, um, I just keep her coop closed and I leave a light on in there. Uh, it's not a heat lamp or anything, but, um, it is some research on chickens and they can stay up to like negative 40 without having a worry about them and she's got a, a heated water system in there she's got her food so you know in the winter time she doesn't really come out anyways because of snow so she just hangs out in yeah. the coop all day yeah there's your tuesday tip everybody chickens don't need <laughs> Get chickens they don't need supplemental heat the internal body temperature of 105 they're tough chickens are built different <laughs> built different dude all right let's jump into it we got a lot of great feedback from the last episode of our montana trip Dude, I wish we and, could do in-person podcasting. It was it's so much more fun. It's easier to have a conversation, too. It is. It is. I mean, it was just dudes hanging out, talking about hunting. I mean, it's deer camp. <laughs> just getting drunk. It's deer camp, getting drunk, having a good time. <laughs> yeah. And we left, we left that story, listening back to it, we left it very open-ended. Uh, and you I and think I that was were, the point, right? Because we knew that you yeah. had – we had. We had one final push. One final push, and we were getting up at 4 a.m. the next morning to go hunting, you and me, while Cole and Tim and John packed up everything because we had to fly out the next day. Like, we were all leaving. That was Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. So let's jump into it. Um, so that night, we, we advised a plan. We were going to go to a spot that we had actively seen a bunch of does, right? Like, we were at this point – we were like, fuck it. We're just going to fill your tag. So I, I didn't want you to eat the tag. You know, I was like, we'll find a mature doe. At least we'll get you some meat. You know, it'll be fine. So we drive two hours to the spot, get in the area, like perfect light. I'm like, okay, I feel good about it. We get to the spot <clears throat> and we're like kind of walking through it. And I know this terrain. I've My, my, my girlfriend shot a buck there. Uh, my buddy Zach shot a buck there. And every time we're like, we're, we're seeing does everywhere. So I'm like, okay, like. 
it's going to, you know, if anything, we're just going to pop a dough real quick. Like I was pretty confident, but dude, I don't, maybe it's you dog. Maybe you're just bad luck. I don't know. Like the second you roll into there, I'm like, damn, we're not seeing anything. Like it was quiet. So, you know, we had talked about the last podcast about how sometimes you got to be patient. Sometimes you got to sit in glass, but I knew we were on a time crunch. So I was like, all right, we got, there's so many little dips and drainages and like coolies and little like crevasses. We got to go, we got to go check them out. And because uh, I knew it was only a matter of time that like something was going to be there and we're just going to make a shot. But, <laughs> I, you know, props to Carter for how much hiking we had done. I pulled this. I think we were there by 630 in the morning. And by noon, I'd already dragged him eight miles. I mean, it. <laughs> and he was I mean, don't get me wrong. I was suffering. And but I was pretty surprised. I'm like, oh, I'm going to break this poor guy before because we had to be out of there by noon to get back to to get you back home, you know, you had to get be yeah. on the airport. So yeah, I'm like, all right. So we, we get to the part where like kind of butts up against private and we glass these like, I don't know, there's like 300 deer on this private piece of there shit ton of deer, man, down in that big bottom. And, yeah. And there's big bucks chasing does like national geographic shit. Like you're watching these big monster, like muley bucks, just pushing does around, rutting, running. It and was to be just honest, sick. That was like that was like my National Geographic moment, <clears throat> and I'd come to peace with not filling my tag. Like, I my trip was everything I wanted it to be already. Like, my guys filled their tags. Like, we had a great time. Like, good stories, good laughs. Like, and we crushed like a bunch of beers the night before, and so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a little slow that day. And well, we made uh, sure you sweated out that morning. Yeah. But, like, just watching all those deer, like, I mean, the rut was on, man. And I got to yeah. watch mature mule mule deer bucks, like, in rut, pushing does. And, like, it was – that was awesome. That was so cool. And I thought a couple times, because when we were glassing those bucks, I was like, you know, all it's going to take is for a hot doe to run at us. You know, if, if for some reason she runs onto this BLM piece, like, and she's hot, then – he's going to chase her. Like, it doesn't matter if she's, if she's running into traffic, he's going to chase her. So we kind of sat there for a little bit. Like if we had more time throughout the day, we could have sat on him. And I'm sure one of what, like would have made a mistake or a doe would have come on to the public piece. But again, we had just a couple hours to go fill the tags. I was like, fuck it. Like we don't have time for this. Let's go check pretty much make a big loop and come back. And like, we got to another little crevice and like, we did see some smaller deer, kind of bump over the ridge. And I was, I was, I'm not going to lie, dude, when <clears throat> we were headed, like when we were halfway back to the truck, I'm like, damn, like I'm, I'm just so surprised we're not seeing any does or anything on like the public pieces. Like usually it's, we can't keep them off us. And uh, I was like, dang, like I, I feel bad, you know, and we get to like the hill, the the finger ridge that we had parked, like we walked down going to go hunt. And I just happened to look down in this bottom and I was like, man, that looks strange. What is standing out in the middle of that little like thicket open? And sure shit, there's a buck and a doe just standing there. I'm <laughs> like, no fucking way. Cause I had thought about texting Savannah being like, damn, like we're not going to get a deer. Like we got to be back. You know, I, I was like in the process of just like texting her and walking at the same time, glassed up that buck. And uh, yeah, we, 
I'm like, I look back at you. I'm like, get down. There's a buck. And you're like, I don't fucking see where. So then we had to play this game. I'm like, okay, lay down. And I'm like, okay, there's a dead tree. And it wise up. Go up into the middle. And like, obviously I see it. But you're like, dude, I don't fucking see anything. And I'm like, all right. So <laughs> I'm like, get to my right. So you move back up to your right. And I'm like, all right, right branch. or the, It wise, right? Right trunk of the tree. Go halfway up. There's another branch that goes left. Three branches off that. You stand to the left of that. And you're like, <laughs> I still don't see him. And I'm like, you. I can tell you by the sound of your voice, you were starting to panic. Because you were like, oh, I man, was. I'm going to fuck this up. But what I happened was, was what, I, what I had seen is that came around the corner, coming up that finger ridge, and I looked at him. And he, he was staring at us. And then as soon as I, like, I was still watching him. But he put his head back down to feed. So I was like, oh, we're good. Like he he knows we're here, but he's not scared or anything. He just went back to, to feeding. So I wasn't worried about him taking off or anything. I'm like, we got plenty of time. And I probably should have let you know that, that I'm not worried about that. Like, hey, we got plenty of time. But I was just like, yeah, we got it. Like I could tell you were starting to get like anxious and nervous. Like, oh, fuck, why am I fucked this up? Because like my only opportunity, blah, blah, blah. But once you put it on her or on him, I was like 200 yards out. Verified that, and then uh, you squeeze that little bang stick, dude, and dumped him. Dumped him, dude. In the dumped amount him. of like, for me, and I wouldn't wasn't even the one holding the tag. That like, the amount of stress relief of like weight off the shoulders moment, <laughs> just like I had the binos up. You pull the trigger. I watch him just like completely go dead, and I was like. We did it. Yeah. And then you, I look over at you and you're just like laying on your back, like hands over your face. You're just like, oh, we did it. And I was like, damn. Like he's, like he's no, you know, 200 inch mule deer, but like the amount of effort in a week to put in for like a buck was, it was well worth it and so much fun. Yeah. I was going to say, like, did you feel, you know, a little bit of pressure, uh, relieved after that. And I guess that answers my question. Yeah, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like I might still had a deer, deer tag in my pocket, but like my goal for that week was like to make sure that you guys all were successful or at least had an opportunity. You know, if like, if we got to a point where I'm like, dang, these guys are not shooting deer because <clears throat> we got too picky, then I'd be like, eh, it wouldn't be too bad. But the fact that we weren't yeah. seeing a lot of like higher caliber bucks. I was like, all right, now the pressure's on to like find a buck, find a better buck, or even at this point I was like find a legal deer. And so yeah. I was uh yeah, I was relieved to say the least. Well I was too man. And I my <laughs> my thought process throughout the week went from like, all right, I'm looking for a buck that was bigger than the last one I killed to I'm looking for a buck to I'm looking for a legal deer. Uh, I'll shoot a doe. I don't, I don't give a shit the last two days. I need to take something home. Uh, and so to have it work out like that was pretty awesome. And, you know, I shot, I shot a young Forky. Um, and he is definitely not a 170 inch mule deer, but I, it, it felt right. And I think it was, I mean, it was definitely the right decision. Zero regrets here. And, you know, there's, you, you mull around the idea of like, all right, you know, non-residents coming in here and shooting young deer. And like, I'm very aware of that part of the conversation. Um, 
and, and very aware of a lot of people's take on that. Um, but no regrets for me, man, legal deer and everything kind of worked out and, uh, it was a perfect scenario. Yeah, man. When you talk about bottom of the ninth, I mean, we were in literally in extra innings at this point. Like you literally had to change your flight because you couldn't make it home. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's the big thing. Like I actually sh- couldn't, shouldn't have shot this deer because we were about to get to the truck and scream back to town to get on an airplane to get out. And Cole is frantically packing all my bullshit, all my gypsy camp nonsense that's all over Savannah and Nicole's house like everywhere and he's trying to piece it all together and get John to his airport because John doesn't have a car and John wants to buy a cowboy hat. Like it was like it's like a, a perfect storm. And we see this deer right before we get to the truck. And shoot, man, if this is going to be a Tuesday Tips episode, hunt with somebody who can talk you on to a target, man. Because it's very easy in both of our situations to get frustrated. And if you can't, like, stay calm with in, in either of those scenarios, uh, you'll miss that deer, you know, every time. 100%. And I knew, like, as soon as I heard you be like, I can't see him. I can't see him being like kind of short with me. And I was like, okay, like I need to realize or let him know that like, dude, go to this tree, go up and like, you know, explain where he was. And I knew that we weren't really pressured for time that we we're going to spook a deer. So I think that would play a huge part in just being like, all right, you see him. Cool. He's on 200 yards. Put it on like just you. Cause your rifle was zeroed into 200, right? Yep. I think he was like 205 or 204. And I was like, just put it right. It was like, squeeze that fucking trigger. Like, just take your time, breathe. It's all good. Like, we're just, we're chilling. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, you made it happen. And I think, like you said, if, you, if you're out with somebody and you're the spotter in my scenario, like I'm the spotter, right? Like, being able to have that conversation in such a relaxed state, just being like, hey, there's a buck, there's a doe, whatever the scenario may be. Definitely helps because if I was like, dude, come on, like he's right there, yeah. fucking, and I'm freaking out, you're freaking out, we're yelling at each other, and then the deers are like, yeah. well, we're out of here, dude, like guys are idiots yeah. over there on the ridge. But or I rush a shot and then we're chasing a wounded, you know, deer over yeah. the next ridge, which we really didn't have time to do. No, I mean, in all, in all seriousness, like for where you shot that deer to pack him out was like the best scenario for our <laughs> scenario because the pack out. Like the the cut up into quarters and the pack out alone is probably less than an hour, like to the truck. Yeah. From the second you shot to like the second we got into the truck with everything was about an hour, if not if not all less. I, yeah. All I kept thinking on our little walkabout that day was, "Holy shit, dude! If we shoot one way down here in this bottom, we got to go all the way back." <laughs> oh, dude! I've got like I because uh, I went to that same area. Oh, about a week or two weeks after you guys came out. And uh, I ended up shooting a doe way down in those bottoms. Like I shot a, just a smaller doe and I put the whole thing in my bag and just hiked her out. Like, yeah, we could have got it done. It would have sucked. Like, I think that's oh, yeah. what a lot of people don't understand is that they're like, oh, they, they try to find a backpack that's not going to create any pain. But like if you throw the best of the line backpacks on. It's heavy weight, dude. It sucks. Like, yeah, your bag may not be like digging into your shoulders or your lower back, but like 
you have to carry out an additional 50, 60 pounds. And it sucks. <laughs> and like every time everybody's like, oh, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't, it's not even how you do, you do it. it. You, you don't have a choice. You have to bring it out. You know, yeah. not, it's not even about being super ethical or whatever, but like I enjoy eating wild game. So I try to take as much of it out as possible. I know that's like, that makes sense. If I'm 10 miles in, I'm not going to take out rib meat on an elk or even like right. probably not taking neck meat either, but I'm taking what I'm legally supposed to take <clears throat> and we're dipping. So there were times like you're saying, when we, sh- we were down in those bottoms. I was like, damn, we shoot one of these big bucks. It's going to be tough. <laughs> we're going to have a boy, really fun time. Gonna miss <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I think, I think if we would have shot one down in that bottom, like you would, I mean, screw it. You know, you shot a deer, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how, I mean, how serious it was to get you back on that plane and then come to find out I didn't either. it was like your wife or whatever was just like, oh, yeah, we, we changed your flight. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. So we get back to the truck and finally have service and text Cole and he's like, dude, hurry. Like our flight is in two hours. And it's like an we're hour and a half drive. From the, from the house. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> we were pushing it, man. Oh, dude, I was Dale Earnharding. I'm doing like a hundred trying to get him back. And then I hear like in a conversation, oh, you changed your flight. I'm like, okay, I can go back to the speed limit. We're fine. Yeah. Shout out to my wife and Aaron, Cole's girlfriend. They knew how important it was and they were thrilled that I got one. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. They were able to tag out. So they just handled swapping the flights real quick when our service was spotty. So. That was great. The pressure was off and we could just go back and we got a hotel for the night and relax and take a freaking shower finally. That was the best. <laughs> pressure yeah, was off. Shout out to spouses that want you to be successful, like are yeah. just as proud as if you like because if you're a spouse and your husband goes out or your girlfriend goes out or whatever, boyfriends, and they go out and they spend tons of money and tons of time to harvest an animal that like means a lot to them and you are pissed off i'm sorry fuck you like be good about it you know like if you're and that's also a thing like if you're dating somebody like that get rid of her dude like yeah sorry dog if you don't like i mean in your case like your wife and cole's girlfriend were just eager to be like yeah we'll just change them like don't care like you got a buck relax yeah if you're if you go away on a hunting trip and your girlfriend or your spouse is like upset she's gotta go gotta go dude and your yeah, wife was pregnant too, right? Or is pregnant? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was super pregnant. Uh, yeah. Like eight Damn, she's pregnant. way cooler than you do. <laughs> way cooler, man. Yeah. Uh, was super thrilled I killed one and made it happen. So I would have That's understood awesome. if she was like, hey, what the fuck? You missed your flight. But not like, super yeah, cool about it. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> happens. Sorry. But I got, look at this deer. <laughs> yeah. That is cool. But yeah, that was like, that was a really fun hunt. Just, I don't normally hunt that fast pace, so it was new to me. I, I was trying to be cautious in every drainage we were hitting, but also being very, I would, I don't know. I don't want to say tactically speedy, but I was like, we need to move, you know, we need to we were check as much as this land as we yeah. can, because I don't, 
it was weird. I wasn't seeing as many deer as I thought we would see. Because every time I've been in there, and I'm not even kidding you, no matter who I brought in there, that first, like, you come down that finger ridge that we walked down from the truck, and that first opening, there's six deer standing there. Does really? Every single time. Dude, yeah. I went in there. Like I said, I went and hunted there and hunted two weeks later. Passed up on two smaller three points and watched like 10 does. I had a, a couple of does. I had seven does at 400. I had three does at 240. I had two does at 300. Like they were does everywhere. So I'm like, everywhere. And, we're, and I'm like, we literally watched these three points just like walk by at like 50 yards. And it's funny because <laughs> like I wasn't, I didn't need to fill a deer tag. So I was like, oh, I don't yeah. really care to shoot them. Like I'll just shoot a doe. And uh, yeah. It was just funny. My girlfriend and I were talking about it. Like, you know, a lot of people in Montana, if you go on these like Facebook groups, you're like, we didn't even see deer this year, blah, blah, blah. And here we are passing like three points, a small four point. Like right. we just, you know, we were also been lucky to be able to hunt this many times a year or as much as we have this year. So uh, it was just funny to me that every time I hear or see that post, I'm just like, did you go outside? Cause like right. <laughs> I walk outside my house and I like can't get them off my yard, you know? So it's just, yeah. funny and i was like damn i wish carter was here for this like because you would have killed like a three-pointer even like yeah. killed there was like a bunch of like solid does out there too but it was fun it was fun it was a great way to end the trip and kind of bring everything together man dude end it with a bang for sure with a bang it was awesome that was my first real like pack out like that yeah are you looking at getting a a new pack well, yeah. Hell yeah. Going to be looking at the uh, the old XOs there because of your recommendation. Dude, take a look at them. I wish you should have you should have worn mine while you were here. Could have seen how you like it. But guess I'll have to come uh, back. Yeah, unfortunately, you'll just have to like come visit. Too bad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, XOs dope. Um, but again, XO may not be for you. You know, so don't right. shy away from like. Mystery Ranch or Kafaru or whatever you'd like, you know, try them all out. What sucks is that like you can't go and try them on. Right. Unless but, you go to the stores. But like they're all like privately sale. Like, there's no Kafaru store, is there? Or there's no Exo store, Mountain Gear. Yeah. But yeah. that's a big thing. In Western hunting, buy a good pack. One that's like don't come out here with like a Cabela's metal frame pack because you're going to be miserable you're not going to like it and shout out to outdoor edge do we zip three your deer in half, half, half quick <laughs> three and a half inch edc knife damn that thing's efficient yeah i literally just threw a new blade on which is like quarter off quarter off backstrap tender life flipper let's go like we yeah. i was still in the same mindset that we had to be back so i'm like oh we got to get this oh, thing yeah. out bags and let's go. I was stressing. I, was stressing. I, threw, I threw the deer in my bag and I was just like halfway up the hill. And I was like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm back but there taking was... pictures, just trying to <laughs> live in the moment for a second. <laughs> yeah. I wish we would have. I mean, it was an awesome hunt. It was super fast paced. Um, like I said, by noon, we had done like 8.4 miles which was yeah. insane. Like we were moving pretty quickly. We weren't running, but I knew that we had a, a critical amount of time. So, but we did it. You guys did it. We ended up getting all the out of state guys, their tags filled. Uh, you killed a buck, Cole killed a buck. And then John and Tim 
filter doe tags. That's right. So that was a, that was a cool hunt. Hell yeah, man! You'll just have to keep yeah. putting in for another two to five years just to get a general tag, and I'll just be killing big That's bucks right. in the meantime. No big deal. That's right. That's right. I'll follow along. Unless yeah, you move out on. here. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. This negative 20, you'd freeze to the inside of your house. Yeah, that'd be a real bummer for me. You could just teach from, from like, Zoom calls. You're just like, oh, we're not going to go to school today. It's too cold. I mean, they got high schools in Montana, right? There's got to be at least one. Yeah, I think there's, like, a high school. Like, the education is probably – I don't know. You hear people (laughs) who are like, oh, I was born and raised here, and I'm like, it shows. But it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can you read? Okay. Yeah. And they're like, not really. Not in Roundup. That's for sure. <laughs> Dude, Roundup. <laughs> it's tough out there. It is tough out there, man. It's tough. Tough and cheap beers. But yeah, oh, yeah, it was awesome, man. It was freaking awesome. Bottom of the ninth, dude. Bottom, Bottom of the ninth. ninth. Ended it, it with happened, a bang. Man. Yeah. Can't wait to do it again, man. It was fun. We could definitely. What's great about doing it again too there's like the state is just so big so you can hunt like high yeah. desert you can hunt break sea area you can hunt timber you can, i mean every year you can hunt something different you can hunt high country bucks in the snow you know like actual snow where you're like looking for tracks and it's fun um but again don't be an out-of-stater that comes out here and thinks they're gonna just own it and kill a monster buck because shit doesn't happen yeah it, it, i mean it can happen for sure it's all about luck, but probably not. Yeah, absolutely, man. Never take it for granted. Always be appreciative. Yeah. I'm super appreciative. Well, we, it was a good meeting you guys. You always put yeah. a face. You know, everybody on social media seems like good people. Then you meet them in person. You're like, God, these people suck, you know. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully for – my sake, you guys were cool. You know, everybody, I, Savannah was always saying that you guys are really nice. And, uh, I know that Nicole was just like really thankful that you guys were not, uh, you guys were adults, you, not yeah. weird. You guys were adults with like cleaning up after yourselves. And yeah. I told him, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm glad that worked out. Also, if you guys were sketchy, I'd have been like, you guys gotta get a hotel. Like I'm not bringing you around. Yeah, my, my absolutely. Girl. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. But totally get that. But Yeah. So I'm gonna to try to make it out to Colorado next next month, right? Yeah, ISC Expo. Uh, HLE has a booth there. If you're going to the ISC Expo, come find us. Not me. I'll be. Well, my wife will be having a kid. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, you can't miss out Cheering. on that <laughs> from the sidelines. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Go find Tyler. Go find the rest of the crew there. You uh, you got any closing thoughts for us here? Um, not really, man. I just think that, you know, in the, in a time crunch, sometimes you can get the emotions of you know your emotions get the best of you. So just have the ability to just take a deep breath, take a step back, and evaluate. You know, even if you step back from the situation of hunting, uh, can prove to be colossal, and you know, panicking in the woods. To, to make a shot or whatever uh, can actually be detrimental to what's happening out there. The worst yeah. case scenario is to wound an animal. We don't want that. So if you're not confident with taking a shot, don't take it. Um, and if you got a buddy who's about to take a shot and he's uncomfortable, tell him, Hey, it's okay that we don't shoot this thing. 
there's going to be more opportunities. So, yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you jumping on here. And listeners, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. We will uh, talk to you guys next week.